Hello, everyone. You're listening to Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zenja Glass. Feel free to call me Z. I want to talk about uh, the subject, A Harvest is Coming. I think that's what I'm going to title this, A Harvest is Coming. This is going to be one of those episodes where I just want to talk to you all. I feel right now in my life, and I notice that a lot of times what's going on with me seems to be going on with other people. This is a time of doing a lot of sowing. We're sowing a lot of seeds right now. And I think there's been so many people that's been tired lately because we're just all so busy, not necessarily doing things we shouldn't be doing. So I'm coming from a different angle. I'm not coming from an angle of being distracted. I'm coming from an angle of like really doubling down and doing what we got to do, you know? And, and, and it seems like that's what's going on. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's like I feel things and, and, and I sense, I just feel like everyone is so busy right now and so... Uh, at times tired, but not tired from doing things we shouldn't be doing. It's just that we're in a busy season, almost of, um, I think the best way that I can put it is I feel like we're almost in a season of just consistently sowing. And I want this to be a word of encouragement um, for those who feel like, my goodness, uh, I'm working so hard at work, or I'm working so hard to get this business off the ground, or I'm working so hard to go to school and take care of these kids and do the things I need to do. I just want to encourage you all that a harvest is coming. I really believe that we are going to reap what we're sowing right now. And there's going to come a time, and I believe that time is very soon, where we're going to be glad that we put in the work and did the things we need to be doing right now because there's going to be such a sowing, such a such a, a reaping, I should say, that's going to come from the efforts we're doing right now. And I know sometimes it doesn't feel like it. You guys know that. I'm actually a little under the weather today, to be quite honest with you. And I had some things that just had to get taken care of, some things I had to do. And I'm like, my goodness, uh, I'm still trying to finish out the last bit of my book so I can you know, get this off. And I really, really wanted to have it live by a certain date. But you know, God just put such a message in my heart. Just just hold on. I have you in a moment of sowing uh, right now. You're in a sowing season. Even in my company, we're just so busy. There's so much going on right now. And a part of me is like, Oh, my goodness, but God, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. But I also want that time of just not having to be busy right now so I can do this other project you put in my heart to do. And what God has really put in my heart is I have you in a season right now of sowing. I have you in a season of sowing and doing the things that I need you to do because you don't know what's coming down the road, but what's coming down the road, the things you're doing right now, this is going to be what not only sustains, but what helps you with what's coming down the road. Now, that means something bad's coming down the road. I'm actually not saying that at all. I'm saying that I believe that we're putting in the building blocks that we need to do right now so that we can be sustained. So I hope that this is encouraging you all. Keep going. Stay strong. Stay the course. I know. I know sometimes you get so tired especially for those who feel like they don't have a lot of help and especially for those who feel like their families depend on them and you you feel like you know okay well what about me (laughs) you know I'm doing God I know what you're telling me to told me to do I'm being responsible I'm working I'm putting in the efforts with this business or I'm putting in the efforts with this or whatever it is that you're doing whatever projects whatever jobs whatever it is but I know that there's times where you just feel like God I'm just tired I'm just tired. 
I want to encourage you. There's a passage, and you guys know I'm probably going to reference it. It's in, it's in Galatians 6, 9. And I think it says, um, I, I want to paraphrase, but I think the exact quote is, let us not become weary in doing good. Because at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. I want to encourage you with that. I know you may be tired. I know you may have been trying at this business or whatever it is in your job or whatever it is. You've probably been trying for a very long time. And sometimes it's hard just every morning getting up. It's like, okay, time to make the donuts. You know what I mean? Like time to do it again. But you know... I don't know. I guess I'm kind of weird. You know, I've been working since I've been about since I've been about 15 or so years old. Even prior to that, I used to go door to door selling stuff. So I think I've always just kind of been a hard worker. But I believe I could be wrong, but I believe this is one of those moments in times that separates people that just kind of do the talk from those who actually walk the walk. Sometimes we're just being we're tired and we just got to work through it. And we got to keep going and do what we got to do. I found for me in my life, the enemy really doesn't get busy with me until I'm very close to my next turn. Does that make sense? Until I'm close to that next turn, that next move I've got to make or that next level that God has taken me to. That for me, at least in my life, is when, and and, you know, maybe I shouldn't always say the enemy because it's not always the enemy that allows things to happen. We've read many stories in the the Bible how God set up some roadblocks and allowed some things to happen to steer us in the right direction. So I'll just say distractions can come. And sometimes I can get a little weary. That's probably a better way to put it. When I'm close to that next turn, you know, when I'm close to that next level that I need to go to, uh, to. I want to encourage you to keep going. I know some of you are sitting with tears in your eyes. I read some of the comments almost every day. And I know the majority of you are such amazing people out here working your butt off, doing what you got to do. And not, not only not complaining about it, but you have the audacity to make it look easy. Remember, I did a podcast a while ago called You Make It Look So Easy. You guys should check that one out if you haven't listened to it. That's what's amazing about people you know, like us is that we work hard. We tend to be the go-to people that everyone is coming to and relying on and depend on to get it right or to lead or, or what have you. And then on top of that, we don't get many breaks and we make it look so easy that I think sometimes we make it look to other people that, oh, that's a breeze. That's easy to do. And you should take that as a compliment. That's a testimony to you the person you are and how hard you work and what you're doing. I just want you to know God put in my heart and I had nothing planned. You guys know I have no notes, nothing written down, but God just put in my heart. Z, I just want you to encourage them. I see what they're doing. They're going to reap what they're sowing right now. It may not feel like it. It certainly may not look like it. And I know that they're tired. But they're going to reap what they are sowing. And it's going to make sense. It's going to pay off. So I just want to talk about this one story. Remember the story? um, Was it Joshua? I think it's Joshua chapter six. I have my my uh, 
my phone with me. It's funny when I when I when I um, do a broadcast and I just plan on talking to you all. You know, I don't have my Bible really nothing you know here around me. But then all of a sudden I want to reference a passage. But remember in Joshua chapter six, read that if you have time. And that's the story. And I'm I'm just taking a look here. When um, I, I just want to read a little bit. Um, in chapter six, verse one, now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with his kings and fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times. With the priests blowing the trumpets, when you hear the long sound, uh, the the when you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse, and the army will go up, uh, everyone straight in. Let me read a little bit more. This is just another. I'm in verse six now. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priest and said to them, "Take up the ark of the covenant of the Lord, of the covenant of the Lord, and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it." And he ordered the army advance, march around the city with an armed guard uh, going ahead of the ark of the Lord. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the ark of the Lord covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priest who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard followed the ark. All this time, the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua commanded the army, do not give a war cry, do not raise your voices, do not say a word until the day I tell you the shout, then shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling it once. Then the army returned to the camp. This, I, I read all of this just to get to this sentence. Then the army returned to the camp and spent the night there. Then verse 12, Joshua got up early in the next morning, and then the story just continues. I'm going someplace with this. For those who may not be familiar with that story, I think this was one of the first major battles that the Israelites um, um, fought um, during that time at least. But they marched around this city called Jericho. Um, they had to march around it six times, um, uh, once a day for six days. Let, let me rephrase that, once a day for six days. On the seventh day, if I remember correctly, they had to march around it, uh, I think it was seven times on the seventh day. And then they had to blow their horns, I guess the priest or whatever was blowing their horns, and on the seventh day do this loud cry, this loud shout. And uh, Joshua was basically telling the people, and once this happens, um, the walls are going to come crashing down. So I'm going somewhere with this, and some of you guys may already be knowing where I'm going. How do you think they felt after going back to their camp that night? This was not a little quick, short march like you're just kind of going around your office building. Mm -mm. This is not where you have water fountains and, you know, fancy water bottles and all of that. And, 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 and you're getting all prepared for, you know, a, a three mile run or something. No, 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 no. This is hot. This is discomfort. This is being out in the middle of nowhere. And this is marching around the city of Jericho, the whole city. Imagine that the entire day. Because some man told you that God told him that on the seventh day, um, this is what's going to happen. So just imagine going back, going around that city, that first full circle. You got these men in front blowing horns and this ark, you know, uh, of the covenant in front. And it just, I don't even know how many people it was. I'm assuming thousands upon thousands, but marching around the entire city. And then you're going back to your camp. You're tired. I'm sure you're hungry. I'm sure you're like, this don't even make sense. This don't like, like how, how is a, this, the wall of a city going to fall down just because we're walking around it? 
But imagine going back the second day. The second day. And doing that again. I'm sure by then your feet are hurting. You guys get where I'm coming from. Legs hurting. Don't even want to get up and do it again, but you know you got to do it. Now imagine the third day. Now imagine the fourth day. Because by the fourth day, I'm sure people griping and complaining and what have you. I know I would have been like, okay, this, this is just ridiculous. Like, I'm tired. I, I'm, 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 I've been marching all day around. This is, uh, I don't even get, what God, why you got us doing this. Like, this don't even make sense. It's hot. I'm hungry. My feet are hurting. My ears hurting hearing this trumpet or whatever this sound is they blowing all day. Now imagine the fifth day. You get where I'm coming from? Imagine the sixth day. Now I'm going to take it up a, no- a notch higher. On the seventh day, they had to march around it seven times. Let me open my, my app back up to make sure I'm saying this right. Because I know if I quote this wrong, I will have some biblical scholars after me. On the seventh day, they got, I'm in verse 15. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. Except on that day, they cried. They circled the city seven times. The seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that uh, in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Uh, And then he goes on to talk about, except for one family, this lady Rahab. I don't want to get into that story because I think we've talked about her before. Uh, But she was the only one, whoever was in her household was spared. But anyway, so imagine that on that seventh day, can you imagine how exhausted and how tired, how, I don't know, I don't, we like to read Bible stories and think that everybody was encouraged and everybody knew what was going to happen and everybody had full faith to believe it was all going to work out. But I think, and you guys know I'm weird, but I love the Bible with all my heart, mind, body, and soul. I know me. And I know me enough to know after a day or two or maybe three, sister tired. Now, I'm going to keep doing it because God told me to do it. But I'm tired. I'm hungry. This is uncomfortable. It's hot. There's no air conditions back then. So can you imagine on that seventh day, someone saying, not only are you going to march around, but you're going to do it seven times. Excuse me? Excuse me. Seven? Seven times. But look what the Lord did. After that seventh time that they did it and, 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 and the priests blew their trumpets and then they all shouted, the walls came crashing down. And if you're familiar with the story, they went in and took over the city. So where am I going with this? You probably already know. Some of us are on that very first circle going around. You don't see no end in sight. You're like, I just started this job and I already don't like it. <laughs> or I, I just I just started with this business and I had no idea it was going to be this much work. Some of you guys have been around four, three, four, five times, you know. And you're like, I've been doing this for a while. I'm tired. I, I, I still don't see the deliverance that's going to come from this. I'm faithful something's going to happen. But my goodness. What about me? What about me? Mamas get tired too. Dads get tired too. Sisters get tired too. Brothers get tired. Everybody gets tired. Some of you, which I believe many of us are at, 
are on that sixth lap around. Just came back from camp. We've done this six days. And now we've just been told, <laughs> I can't even get it out of my mouth. Now we've just been told that today we're going to march around this bad baby seven times. And we're like, excuse me. You know, you guys know I'm weird, but I kind of uh, uh, make that equivalent to, I don't know. You feel like you have so many responsibilities on your plate, and now all of a sudden more responsibilities have been poured on you. Now all of a sudden, not only are you looking out for your family, but you have these other relatives or siblings or nieces or cousins or grandkids, I don't know what it is, that you now got to also help take care of because someone else is dropping the ball. Now, all of a sudden, you have less people working at your company and more responsibilities have fallen on you. Now, all of a sudden, with this business you're running, you know, you have more inventory than you have orders or you have, you know, uh, situations that's going on with some of your clients or, or some unexpected bills have now come in and you've got already enough on your plate that you're dealing with. Or it could, it, maybe it's not even financial. It could be a situation in a relationship. But the, the point is, is that you feel like you have gone over and beyond what's necessary and what most people would do. And now you got to walk around seven times in one day. <laughs> All the efforts and work you've done, you got to put in so much more now. So you are the ones I'm trying to encourage, whether you're at the day one, day five or six, or, or you're on that, that seventh day where you got to go around seven times. Here's my point. The harvest is coming. You are going to reap what you've sown if you don't give up. Your efforts are not in vain. And while you may be tired, we, and I'm including me in this because I'm tired, we are going to continue in the direction that God has placed us in. And until he tells us to turn left or turn right, we're going to keep doing exactly what he's assigned for us to do. And you may say, well, Z, I don't really quite know what God want me to do. Well, keep doing what he last told you to do or keep doing whatever you're doing now and pray to God to give you wisdom which turn to make. The bottom line is we're not giving up. We're not giving if I've marched around this building already two, three times around this city, I'm not about to stop now. I'm not wasting my efforts. Uh, uh. I may be tired. I may need to rest a little bit. And you guys know how I feel about taking care of yourself. There's a podcast I did called Take Care of You or something like that. Or I forget what I titled it, Take Care of Yourself. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. So I'm not talking work, 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 and don't stop and take a break. Because if you read the story, when they were done marching around the city, they went back to camp and you know, for better words, uh, lack of better words, took a break. You know, I'm sure they slept and ate and took care of themselves. You get my point? You're going to take care of yourself. But we're going to stay on the in the direction that God told us to do. And if we got to march around that building seven times, which I know that does not sound fun, especially when you really quite don't know what's going to happen, you just believe in that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. I'm letting you know. God has never lied to me. Now, if he lies to me, I'll tell you. But he's never failed me. He's never broken a promise. So this is just a short message of encouragement. You keep marching. You keep marching. I know you're tired. I know. Take a little break. Get right on back up and keep on marching. And you trust and believe. When you've circled that city seven times and you hear those trumpets sound and you've yelled out that shout, God is going to deliver what he said he's going to deliver into your life. That's what I believe. Some of us don't know what the heck we're doing. We're just out here doing whatever God told us to do this day. And honestly, you guys may not believe me when I say this. I don't know what I'm doing. 
I actually really don't. You know, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I've spent off and done, you know, a little cooking segment here and there. And I so need to repent. I know I need to and do another cooking segment because God has been putting on my heart. I'm not taking care of myself and eating like I should. So I am repenting and I will be producing another one of those segments. It's the least thing I want to do, but I know that God told me to do it. But I've done a little segment on my reading room, getting you guys ready for my book, which is still not ready yet, right? Uh, I've done some skits, and you guys know I, I, I run a staffing firm, which I've been in staffing for a long time, and I'm doing a podcast. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just marching around the city. I'm just marching around the city. I've gone a few laps now. But I really don't know what I'm doing other than if this is what God has placed in front of me and this is the, the, the sowing he has me doing at this time, I've got to trust and believe it's all going to come together. It's all going to make sense. So I want to encourage you, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever mission he has you on right now, you may say, Z, I got a YouTube channel or I have a such and such uh, social media account and I don't even have followers. I only have 10 people. I only have 100. Nobody's really listening to the things I'm doing. Keep sowing wherever he has told you to sow. You may be on your first lap and that's okay. That's okay. Keep doing what he told you to do. You may say, Z, I'm just starting school. I'm just going back to college and my kids are half grown. Stay in class. Do it. Do it. Or it could be other things going on in your life. Whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's in a job, whatever it is, where God has you planted, continue to sow. And you are going to reap the benefits from it because I truly believe a harvest is coming. So for those of you who are really down, especially those who have been crying and who just like Z, I just, it's just so much. Please take some time to read that story when you have time. At the very least, read Galatians 6, 9 about do not grow weary in doing good and ask God to give you the strength and the wisdom and the guidance to go another lap. And when you're so tired and exhausted at the end of the day, which I have been recently, ask God, God, give me the strength and wisdom just to go another lap. Take it one day at a time. OK, I love you all. You know, I do. I know you're tired. I know. A lot of us are. A lot of us are extremely busy right now. And some of it, I guess I should say this. It's not all bad. Because some of us are busy, but it's good. It's the good kind of busy. It's what we've been praying for. You know, we've been praying for blessings to fall and low-hanging fruit to, to drop in our hands. So some of us are busy because we literally are reaping a harvest. You know, I'm experiencing a little bit of that right now myself, um, especially with my, my, my other company, is that we're just busy. And, and I'm grateful. But sister gets tired. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you all, no matter which way you spin it, however it is, if you're tired, but you know I'm doing what God has told me to do. Just know that a harvest is coming. It's coming. Okay? Don't start believing lies from the enemy. It's coming. You're going to reap what you're sowing right now. Okay? I love you all. I pray that this has helped you. And I will be talking to you soon. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Bye-bye.